thanks, thanks guys for coming to the Chronic Command podcast today. And I really wanted to, uh, yeah, sit you guys down to talk to you as your my oldest gaming friends and friends, of course, from Queensland, Australia. And you attended the Sustained Fire event. I just wanted to ask you guys, yeah, like firstly, what you, what did you think about the event? You know, things that maybe happened during the day that you're really impressed with, or people you met up with, or the games you played. So. Uh, Brad and Marcus, uh, welcome, and please tell us all about it, mate. Let's let's start with you, Marcus. What did you? What what, what was your experience there? at sustained yeah. sustained fire. Thanks, Josh. No, it was it was a really good day. I mean, the the way it, it um, came about was that I was um, I joined this little uh, Facebook chat group called Second Ed um, Chat Group, and um, there was about I guess a dozen people on it, and most of them were from, from Brisbane. And um, some of them I knew, many I didn't. And, um, yeah, it started to sort of snowball, you know, that the number of people joining this uh, chat group um, about six months ago. And, um, yeah, someone just raised the fact that, you know, it was going to be the 30th anniversary this year. And um, and they said we should, you know, we should get together and have a, a, you know, celebration of the day. And it kind of just snowballed from there. Um, but Tim... Um, Tim organised it all and um, Stuart organised some shirts. Um, there was uh, all sorts of things like on the day that they'd organised, like trophies and uh, a swap meet. Um, there were things on display that were like, you know, really old, unique things. Like there was an original metal uh, Thunderhawk gunship in its, in its wooden case on display um, that someone owned. Um, which was pretty cool to see because I'd never seen one before. Um, and I think we ended up having about 28 people. Brad, was it about 28? Yeah, that, yeah about that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, they, um, you know, they made uh, trophies of the, the original uh, Second Ed Goff um, and, you know, scaled it up um, and, and made, you know, three trophies. And it wasn't, you know, best general or anything like that. I think the from memory it was best painter, most retro and um, best theme. And um, which was cool because you know, like everyone was kind of doing it just for fun anyway. Mm. Laughs and yeah, but there was there wasn't any sort of competitive um, carry on and, and you know, we spoke about the whole vortex grenade issue beforehand and, and virus grenades and um, you know, the general consensus was just don't be a dick. If you're going to, then expect uh, to be ostracised. Right. So, um, and it was good. I, I don't know. I didn't hear of anyone that had um, vortex grenades and certainly not virus grenades. Um, so, yeah, look, it was only like a two-round uh, session, like day, because, I mean, obviously with, with second ed, it takes a lot longer to play than what the the modern version does. Um, so, yeah, I think we started at about 9 o'clock and finished at about 4, 4.30 and got two games in and, you know, stopped for pizza for lunch and, and you know, yeah, it was, it was really it was good. It was well run, um, well attended. You know, everyone there was just having laughs and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it was really cool to see all the armies mm. um, too. Like, and a lot of it was, yeah, it was first, it looked like road trader or second ed stuff. You know, there were some people there that had um, later editions, you know, models and stuff like that, but, you know, no one was being pedantic about it or anything like that. It was all, all in, you know, 
in good fun and, and um, yeah, it was just it was really well run. Um, what about you, Brad? What did you think of the yeah, day? Yeah, I, I thought so too. Yeah, I, I had a good day. I really enjoyed, enjoyed myself. I found, I, I found out about it through you, Marcus. So mm. really, uh, you know, I'll fade on what was going on behind the scenes, but I, I got your message. I thought, oh, yeah, it sounds like a bit of fun. I'll, I'll go check that out. And I thought you were mm. coming down to Auckland for the day. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch up and have a game of... Uh, Game or two of 40k, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but you know, um, that was a good day, well organized. Uh, cool to see the old armies there. Mm. Uh, there was some, uh, I think, uh, there was uh, a guy I knew from the Horus Heresy group I play with who had a old school uh, second edition Necron army. Mm. Uh, but the those the ones that came with the white dwarf, yeah, yeah. Um, he had a Tim, I think it was Tim was his name, he had an army of them, uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, there was uh, yeah, heaps of stuff there, um, stuff for sale. Um, Tim, the guy who organised it, uh, I played him. Um, he had a, like an Imperial Agents army with Grey Knights. Um, and I played you, Marcus, with your orcs. So, yeah, good fun games. But uh, as yeah. you say, yeah, I was, I've got a comment on the Vortex Parade things because I was half expecting to see a Vortex grenade pop out. Um, <laughs> but no one came. The closest we came is, I think, the game I had is with Tim. Uh, he had an Inquisitor with Vortex as a psychic power. Mm. It, it backfired on him horribly when I had the Demonic Attack Chaos. Uh, <laughs> the, the Demonic Attack Psychic card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Inquisitor went. Uh, nice. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, I mean, you, you can you can accept, um, you know, the, the vortex or the, the Holocaust. What what is it called again? Oh, I forgot. Vortex. It was called vortex. It, it is called vortex. Yeah. yeah. You can kind of accept that as being you know part of the, the rules with the psychic rules like that because I mean you kind of got to be lucky to get it anyway. But um, um, it, it was. Um, you know, there was other things that uh, that you could do to sort of um, stop that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I, I, that army of teams was quite compact, wasn't it? You know, I think the Scray Knights were like some ridiculous amount of points, and and, and um, he only had about twenty figures in the, in the army, didn't he? Most of the stuff was pretty squishy. Like uh, mm. half or three quarters of the army was like the Deathless Arbites and Sisters of Battle. Yeah, um, which didn't fare too well against Chaos Space Marines. Mm. Um, the Grey Knights, yeah, did. Oh, I think he got his points worth out of the Grey Knights. Though. They did the damage, yeah. They uh, mm. yeah, half straight through me, but uh, as expected. Mm. But uh, yeah, no, good game, good game. Mm. Um, and I played you, Marcus, and uh, yeah, that was an entertaining game as well with your war boss on his bike. Dog rod, dog rod. Uh, not Zolgrod, sorry. Um, Guts, uh, was like a Gutsmech, yeah. Um, yeah. You was saw that, the photo. Uh, hmm? I was going to ask you, Marcus, was that an official model or was that an, an official unit? They, they just never released the model for it in the, in the second ed codex or was that... That's like, right. That, he was he was a character in the back of the codex, but they never made a model for him. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, when I first realised I was going to be going down to that... Um, that, that day for those games, I was thinking to myself, I'm going to take a, a, a war boss on foot and give him like a warp jump generator just for laughs. Um, 
But then I thought, no, it doesn't really fit in with the army that I took, which was Evil Sons, and I wanted to make it as themed as possible. And um, so I ended up um, thinking, well, why not take the the um, the war boss for Evil Sons that's in the back of the book? But then I realised, obviously, I need to make a um, <laughs> make a um, a model for it. A lot of nice comments about him on the day, and mm. um, when I posted the pics up on Instagram and, and a reel of it, uh, it got quite a a lot of likes and views, which was nice. Um, you know, sometimes you put a lot of effort into things and, and post them up on on these social media channels, and, and it gets ignored. Um, and and sometimes you put up up something that's pretty average, and it, it goes viral. So who knows? Sometimes when you, when you do this stuff, but uh, it's always nice to get. Um, feedback and comments. So, mm, yeah. For sure, mate. That's nice. Mm. That's great. And, like, who was the best matchup of the day? Like, did you enjoy the game against Brad the most or was it uh, someone else in particular that you really enjoyed playing a game with on the day? Yeah, look, the, the first um, guy that I played was Blood Angels. Mm. Um, he he took an a interesting army, not certainly not one that I would have taken. Um, it was predominantly uh, infantry. Um, like he had two two ten man squads, like tactical squads, a scout squad, um, a librarian, a captain, <clears throat> and I can't remember what else. But there was no vehicles and no um, bikes or anything. So yeah, it was it was a, a different army. Um, and unfortunately for him, um, I had two pulsar rockets. And I don't know whether you've um, been on the receiving end of pulsar rockets with a, an infantry heavy army, mm-hmm. but it really stuffs you around. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I got I got lucky. You know, I rolled well. But they they landed on target, and um, yeah, just flattened half of his army for you know basically two turns because one of them mm. um, I rolled a double, and so it stayed the next turn. And um, yeah, it just allowed me to sort of move move up my vehicles and shoot the hell out of him. Um, so yeah, he was a little bit unlucky in that regard, but um, it was a good game. You know, he, he was a fun bloke to play against. Um, I'd play against him, you know, in a heartbeat. It, it, um, yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, had a lot of laughs, and, and um, uh, you know, he, he was a nice painted army. Um, but yeah, as I said, different. Certainly not what I expected. I, you know, I would have thought that any marine army, and most of them there did have either a predator. Some of them had land raiders. Um, but they all pretty much had at least one tank and um, and Terminators. Uh, Terminators seemed to be pretty popular on the day as well. Yeah. But it was a good mix of armies actually represented. Like they had, I think, almost everything um, except the full squat army. There was um, mm. uh, Paul that, that had a uh, squat allies in his army, I think. Um, and I think there might have been one or two other people that might have had one squad or two squads or something like that. Um, so yeah, no, it was it was it was good. Um, and you know, there were some really nicely painted armies too. Um, most of them were marines for some reason. Like that, uh, um, a couple of nice blood angel armies and ultramarine armies. Um, yeah. So and the terrain, actually, I have to say as well. Uh, Tim, the organizer, he. <laughs> The amount of effort and time he put into making all these ter- um, all this terrain for all the tables, uh, he was showing work in progress pics, you know, in the weeks leading leading up to it. 
And, um, yeah, look, these tables turned out schmick, you know, that they, they were really good. Um, you know, it, uh, they were all varied in, in you know, their themes. So, you know, there was an Eldar-themed table. Mm. There was um, a number of walk tables, uh, you know, a snow tundra table, forest table, you know, a jungle table. Yeah, it was all sorts of stuff, so it was good. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the photos that, that were posted up after the day, the way everyone showed uh, a lot of that too, which was um, which was good because uh, it was all posted on that um, Warhammer uh, Second Ed Facebook page. Um, and I think I think we ended up actually inspiring a few other um, groups across the world to do their own day, um, which was pretty cool. Uh, I mean, you know, we were the first ones to do it and post it all up and, you know, a few other people, like I think over in the UK, they, they did at least one or possibly two. Um, Italy, I know, I'm pretty sure they did did one. Um, and uh, well, somewhere else in Europe, that, that I'm sure they did, but France possibly. But anyway, yeah, it was, it was good. It was good to see sort of, you know, the, the resurgence. Um, and it, it kind of makes you wonder why, um, why people have gone back to the second end. Because I don't know if you've really sort of noticed, Joff, but like in the last 12 months in particular, the prices of, of second-ed stuff has gone through the roof. Mm. Um, like it's just suddenly become really valuable all of a sudden <laughs> and um, prices have like doubled, like literally, uh, in 12 months. So I think there must be a lot of people uh, getting back into it. Um have you noticed that? I haven't because I'm just i just not in the market, mate, so I don't really know, to yeah, be honest. Okay. Yeah. I'm still trying to paint no, the no, stuff no. I've got here <laughs> so, without yeah, having to think yeah. about buying anything else. But yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been trying to sort of add to my collection, you know, over the last two years, just sort of getting back into it again mm. and um, picking up old models that I always wanted but would never afford or, or find and um, uh, add them to, to the collection. I, you know, my walk army has swelled dramatically, you know, in the last couple of years. I think I've got about, I counted it actually, it was about 650-odd models, um, mostly metal. I think there's about 100 plastics in it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's it's really gotten big. So now I've, I've, I've pretty much got enough models to make about a three to 4,000-point army for each clan. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be huge when it's all done, if, if it ever all gets done. Um, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'll start with the Evil Sons, and, and uh, I think I'll be working on the um, the Bad Moons next. And, yeah. Brad, I want to ask you too, mate, like, is this the first second edition game you played since the 90s? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's wow. right. Probably about 1998. Okay. I think added it. How did it... Um, feel for you like you know after having played all of the other editions since because you've played a lot more of the, the modern ones than i have how, how did it feel going back to the you know the, the early days it felt a bit weird at first because i just remember hang on um i don't remember this um the two biggest things was the facing because after third edition facing didn't really matter yeah uh, Facing, what was the other thing? Um, probably the close combat system was a lot more, basically it was model per model. Mm -hmm. In the later editions, it's just squad v squad. You just roll yeah. up, get up all your attacks, roll your attacks, 
and the other player does the same for their unit. Uh, whereas second edition, it was like, well, once per, you know, one lot of dice for each model. Mm. Um, and that, that's works well and works okay in smaller scale games, but yeah, in, in the later editions of the game where you're playing much bigger armies, then obviously that that's not an ideal system. Yeah, I mean, the, the second edition of close combat yeah. rules is probably one of the, the bigger gripes that people have. Uh, about the game, but um, I mean, I love it. Know, I love it. It's all right. If, yeah, as you said, if you've only got one or two combats going each turn um, that are fairly small, but um, yeah, if you've got a close combat army and half your army is in close combat, it's a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Even actually, yeah. sorry, really. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to say too, Marcus. Uh, when I was talking to Tim about what army I was going to take a few nights mm. before the. Eh? I said, oh, I've got a, I've got a bunch of cultists painted up. I might just take a Chaos Coven list just, just for shits and giggles. Mm. <laughs> Till I'd actually added up um, how many models you would actually need to make a fifteen hundred point army. They came to literally four or five hundred models. That's crazy. <laughs> cultists were like, even then they were as cheap as they are now. They're about mm. four. That's a model, and I think even, even latest edition, they're still like four points a model. Um, they were complete rubbish. Carpets <laughs> one of the human, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought, how is it taking about four hundred models going to go on a second? <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a very long. Game. What I find interesting is, though, is they're sort of with the kill team game. They're going back to the smaller, the smaller battles concept. Like kill team, you know, it's basically a squad of guys versus a squad of guys. Uh, basically. What are the rules for, like like for that? Because I've never played it. Um, I haven't played it either, but I do have the rule book for it. Um, mm. It's similar to Necromunda. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, Necromunda so, rule, the hand-to-hand rules anyway, like um, second ed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, but yeah, I haven't actually played. I've got I've got the rules, so I should we should have a game one day, Marcus. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's designed. Yeah, the smaller game is, and each model is basically a character, even though mm. it's just like a, you know, they're just standard tactical marines or orcs or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, basically, it's uh, yeah designed a smaller game, so. Um, I remember reading a thing on the internet years ago where some guy said he was talking to a games workshop manager, and this is back in the, I think towards the end of seventh or eighth edition fantasy, or was it, yeah, before they killed off fantasy. Mm. Um, and basically the idea that they had was you had to bring a massive army for fantasy. Mm. Um, people just couldn't afford, that's why they killed it, because people couldn't afford to play it. Mm. Um, um, and the guy said he was talking to a games workshop manager. He said basically they're cutting their own throat by, you know, these ridiculously huge armies that people just can't, don't have the money to buy into. Mm. Like he said just to getting a decent side, about a two or 3,000 point fantasy army and towards the end you'd be spending at least $1,000, probably more. Yeah, Wouldn't maybe a couple of. It wouldn't be so expensive to get into it if they actually uh, had cheaper prices for the models, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, but we're not going to go into that kind of pricing. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, um, but coming back to second edition, I, I think that it did have its charms. Uh, yeah, there were some things I miss about it, which sadly mm-hmm. I wish they'd sort of carried over into the modern game. I don't think it slowed slow down the game that much. Um, what uh, What about it did you miss, Brad? I did like the Overwatch rules. Yep. Um, I did like... Um, I thought the sidekick things was actually pretty fun. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, I love it. That's one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, and they've sort of, each edition, they seem to muck around with the sidekick edition rules, uh, sidekick edition rules. Mm. So some were better, some were worse. Mm. But I think that system they had with the cards, it was a fun system. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, if they brought that back, I, I think people would be. I too many people would be unhappy with that. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think, I think, unfortunately, over the years, 40K has evolved into a game where they're trying to make it playable in a tournament setting. And to have, um, like, the card system of, of, of you know, um, psychics and how you randomly draw your powers and things like that, I have a feeling that, most modern players in tournaments would hate it because it's too random. And in yeah, fact, yeah. I think they would hate that they, they, they just wouldn't like the whole idea of, of second ed because of the randomness involved mm-hmm. at pretty much all levels. Um, I don't know, that, that's my own sort of personal take on that. But, uh, you know, to me, the randomness and the, the crazy outcomes that you can have because of that randomness is what makes the game so bloody good. Mm. Um, because you just have this thematic um, occurrences that you know change the tide of the battle uh, in, in hilarious and, and catastrophic ways, and, and they're the things you talk about after the game. You know, when you're sitting around having, That's right. you know, having, a, having a post-game wrap up and, and talking about you know the, the highs and lows. It's it's always the, the crazy bloody things that you don't expect that um, that you remember when you when you're playing second ed. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, that's one thing I didn't like, though, was the randomness of the psychic powers. I think you should have been able to choose them. Um, yeah. Like if they were do, you, do you think, though, that everyone would just end up taking, like, you know, the Inquisitor Power Vortex, for example? You know? <laughs> that's <laughs> you the know, problem, I think yeah. That's the problem. Some. I think mm. probably some would have to be nerfed mm. some would have to be expensive and expensive, like high-risk, high-reward. Yeah. Type. Okay. So this is expensive and pretty devastating, but mm. if it goes on, it can backfire on you horribly. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it shouldn't be an auto-include. It's, mm. People should think, oh, yeah, this is pretty good, but it's worth a lot of points. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It might backfire on me. Is it, would I be better off spending the 25 points, for example, on, on something mm. else? Yeah. So I think that's a sort of calculation rather than just yeah, here's something that's really OP, it's cheese, you can use it every turn and, uh, yeah, there's no sort of risk in doing so. Yeah, I mean, I guess they tried to sort of limit that uh, with using the power cards and having the different level power uh, required to, you know, get the power off. But, um, uh, yeah, they could have taken that a little bit further, I suppose, for some of the yeah. more overpowered ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, Marcus, uh, in regards to the war gear, yeah, there was no virus, no no virus or vortex, which, um, mm. yeah, 
Yeah. Half <laughs> they have a virus outbreak. Were they using strategy cards on oh, the day? Yeah. If you're a space marine, it's like, yeah, oh, I'm so what. <laughs> mm. uh, but if an orcs or Imperial Guard or some other army that didn't have power, you know, didn't have power armor, then... Yeah, yeah look, yeah. you know, if you think about it from the the background fluff, I suppose, or, or the, the reality, you know, situation, of course... You know, there would be like virus grenades and things like that going around because that would be the most effective way of you know for marines to eradicate bloody orcs and uh, you know yeah. any un you know unrespirated um, yeah. figures of the or, or you know army. So it, it makes sense that they would do that, but from a game perspective, it's not a good idea because it's just yeah. too, yeah. too bad. Yeah, yeah, it was such a cheap thing, but um, mm. Mm. yeah. Um, but yeah, those were the good old days. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, oh, you, glad you went, mate. That's good. It's good to see you there. And uh, and Marcus also. And, and I'm sure, you know, shout out to Todd Robber. I, I, I told him about it and him and his wife were interested, but they just didn't get there uh, for mm. the day. So I'm sure, like I said to Marcus, I'm sure next year you'll see another influx of new people coming in or interested to come up interstate or something yeah, to play on the day. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, considering that the whole day was only planned, I think about six weeks in advance or something like that. It was a fairly short time frame, and, and it kind of sprang out of nowhere. Um, mm. It wasn't heavily advertised, um, you know, well in advance. Um, you know, I mean, obviously there was a lot of uh, uh, online presence. Tim was doing a lot of social media posts for it, and even set up a a, um, a page for it. Um, which was really helpful. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, from a time frame perspective, I mean, look, let's face it, the older we get, the harder it is to sort of, uh, yeah. you know, dedicate a whole day or more yep. um, to go and, you know, go and have a tournament or, or, or you know, a couple of games. Mm. Um, so you, you want as much notice as possible. And I think, you know, if they're going to do it again next year, which hopefully they do, I think talk is they're going to think about doing it at um, BrizCon. Um, which I kind of hope oh. they don't, because I'm likely to be um, uh, there as a seller for more, you know, for my miniatures. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I think that, that that's what the plan is um, to go there, and, and that way, you know, more people know about it. It's advertised far more broadly, and um, that you know, they probably would get a lot more players um, purely because of that. You know, it being held in conjunction, you know, with a, a well-established tournament um, or gaming convention, you know, in, in Brisbane, so. Mm. Okay, Brad, Marcus, th thank you. Thank you much. Sorry, no, I was just going to say, too, just quick before we wrap up, I did invite Pino to come along. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, at least he seemed interested, but then I told him he couldn't take his Black Templars as Black Templars. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think he, he wasn't interested after <laughs> oh, Poor old Pino. Yeah, gee, that's a, that's a name from the past. Wow, I have to try to catch up with yeah, him well, too, actually. I still, I still catch up with Pino. We, we, we've got a game organised soon. Oh, us, good. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Please tell him I said hello. I'll need to... I'll tell him I'm going to message yeah, him soon, and I'll have to yeah. say hello to the old, my crazy Italian friend in Brisbane. Yeah, hey, Pino. Yeah, Pino. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's great, guys. I'm really, really happy you're still playing. So, um, yeah. that's good. And getting together and playing together. So, yeah. Uh, 
for this. I'm going to get back to me painting this afternoon. So uh, Me too, mate. I've got some yeah. Rogue Trader Orcs here I'm painting up, so I'm going to... And yeah, Barker's got some stuff sculpting. So, yeah. So that'd be good, guys. All right, guys. Well, I'm sure we'll get you back on at some point again in the future to talk about something. But um, yeah, no until then, uh, take care and uh, catch you again next time. All right, mate. Talk to you. See you guys. See you guys. See you guys. Bye.